Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions, we've got answers. Welcome to the show, it's gonna be great, featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team Few. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen! Nice intro. Yeah. A lot of energy today, Jacob. It's music. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. It's Jen Stoddard, Matt Cornstead, and uh, we have a great for show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start and introduce our in-studio team members. So we have Zim back with us. Tell us a little bit. Hi. What's going on, Zim? Uh, thanks for having me back. Uh, for those who haven't seen me before, uh, my name is Brandon Zimmerman. I'm an agent on Home Team for You and been part of the team since June of 2020, selling houses, listing houses, doing all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. And then also, first-time podcaster with us, Ben Ride. Tell us about you. Yeah. Hi, Jen and guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, again, Ben Ride. I've been with uh, Home Team for You now for three years and just loving it, helping people buy, helping people sell. It's uh, been a real adventure. Um, just um, I'm anxious for winter to wrap up. Uh, I know spring is just right around the corner. I'm kind of an outdoor guy, so I'm kind of looking to get into a little golf and walking without snow on the sidewalk. And Did you get the grill out yet? Fishing. No, we've had the grill out all winter. Yeah. So Ben can make some wings. wings. If you check out our videos, uh, Ben made a video about him and his special wings. That's right. That was a few years ago. But yeah? Yeah, we can always uh, come back for seconds, so keep me you in mind. steal yeah. your recipe. I know once <laughs> we can like all get together, be like, oh, everybody's going for wings at Ben's. So that's a little bit about me. All right. Sounds good. Our out-of-studio guest is Mr. James Imhoff with Universal Home Protection. Woo! You like how I added the mister? First time ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. James, why don't you Thank tell you. us a little bit about yourself and your background? Uh, great. Well, thanks for having me. Also, my first podcast, I think. So um, this is uh, it's exciting. Yeah. What an intro. Um, yeah. But again, James Imhoff. I'm the president of Universal Home Protection. We are a home warranty company based here in Madison, and we do business uh, all over the state of Wisconsin and northern portion of Illinois. We do about 19,000 warranties a year and uh, big supporters of the home team for you as you are of us. So looking forward to visiting with you guys. So do you have to have any kind of, just based on the quote, the answer you just gave about Northern Illinois, do you have any kind of licensing in different states? Do you have to have that as part of the? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Each state does have uh, some sort of license. I should say most of them, and certainly the two that we're currently doing business in. In Wisconsin, we fall under um, limited regulation by the Office of the Insurance Commissioner in Illinois, and we do have to have a there's a couple of different options to have assurances there with them. We currently have a letter of credit on file with them to make sure that uh, we're solvent. In Illinois, we have a government bond with their Department of Insurance. But there are some states like Michigan, um, which is on our radar, frankly, uh, to and you really just register with the Secretary of State to do business. So, so for our listeners that don't know what a home warranty is, can you kind of uh, tell them a little bit about it? Sure. Yeah, especially as it fits into the residential real estate transaction, it's a it's a marketing tool for sellers and uh, serves as peace of mind for sellers and buyers as they're transitioning uh, from homes. Uh, so when I say a marketing tool, um, it's a, it, I don't like insurance because we're again it's 
very limited regulation of the insurance commissioner, but in a sense, it's a very similar concept um, where we cover mechanical malfunctions that occur through normal wear and tear to, generally speaking, the guts of the house, anything inside the home, kind of where homeowner's insurance leaves off, we pick up. So just natural, normal stuff like your primary appliances, your kitchen refrigerator, dishwasher, furnace, air conditioners, a lot of the big type of uh, big ticket items inside the house, if they just malfunction through the course of just normal wear and tear, homeowner would call us and then we send out a local contractor in their community with the intention of repairing it. If we can't repair it, uh, we replace it. So as it ties into that real estate transaction, it's really critical and important to keep everyone's budget in place as they're transitioning. So uh, if a seller opts to list with the home team for you and sign up for a warranty, it's really it's a pretty it's a pretty easy sell, I think, which I don't need to tell you guys that, but for your listeners, all you guys do is get them signed up for it at the time. We give the seller risk-free bonus coverage at that point in time, and we tie it to your listing co contract. You can explain to them, obviously, that it helps you market their home. It makes it more attractive to potential buyers, but then we give them the coverage during the listing period, and they pay for it as part of the listing proceeds or the sale proceeds of the home at closing, and they only pay for the warranty at closing if you bring them to closing. If for some reason uh, you don't sell the house or they take the home off the market, they don't pay for the premium of the warranty, even if we repaired or replaced something along the way. Uh, but provided, and the reason we're able to do that, because it doesn't make business sense, and I've never figured that out, but it's how the industry works. But the reason we're able to do that is because we have confidence you guys are going to bring them to closing. And then at that point in time, it will transfer, and under the current terms and conditions of the policy, it'll transfer to the buyer at closing for 13 months afterwards. So marketing tool for the seller to make their home more attractive to the potential buyers as they're coming through. Hey, this home is, you know, 10, 12 years old. I can afford this home, but I, I don't know if I, my budget allows me if I have to replace a water heater and a dishwasher in the same month. Well, this helps protect their budget as a potential buyer coming through. And the buyer obviously has just transitioned to a new home as well. And so they get that peace of mind for the next 13 months afterwards. Um, additional benefits for, for realtors like yourselves is if something shows up in the inspection that is a, considered a covered item, you guys don't have to find yourself in that sticky situation of potentially losing the deal. This helps keep a lot of deals together when we can step in and get something repaired or replaced and, and everyone's happy, buyer, seller, and you guys, and you get them to closing. If you think about it, I mean, that's a, it's a great deal for the seller. They don't have to pay for it until closing, but yet they get the coverage of everything during the time of the listing contract. And, you know, like he's mentioned, if anything comes up during the inspection. Right. And, and you know, I know you guys do a great job of it, but part of my job is to get out there and explain it to realtors in, in the area that, there's there, there's a lot of warranties that are factored in on each transaction, you know, or the high percentage of transactions. And if the seller doesn't opt in at the time you take the listing, most often the next time the plan goes into effect is at closing, right. same exact cost, but then the seller doesn't benefit from any of the coverage. We do. We did just recently introduce a new program that, that kind of solves some of that. But, uh, you know, explaining to the seller that in this community, there's a good chance that a buyer is going to come in and ask for it as part of an offer contingency. It's going to cost you the same amount. It would be wise for you as a seller to take advantage of the risk free coverage and get it in place now. Mm -hmm. I've had a question come in, actually, from a former buyer of mine. 
There's people listening to this. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? For this? Um, <laughs> oh, gotcha. No, I'm actually actively live streaming this too. Um, no, they. Uh, one of the questions was if down the road a year, and I feel like I know the answer to this, but I'd like to know from you: is down the road from a year, you know, they've been living in the house. Could they just up and buy one on their own? like their own home warranty to cover themselves for one more year in case they didn't have budget for any of the mechanical items there? Or does it have to happen uh, when they buy it? Buy the no, home? no. Um, so if they had it in place, uh, they, they purchased through you guys and they've had it in place. Again, the coverage term is now currently 13 months. We're going to try and get them to opt in to renew. Um, so I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but generally, but there is another solution. If they're not even part of a real estate transaction, they're not selling or buying and they just want that peace of mind to control their budget. They can, we have a, a new, new war, excuse me, a homeowner direct warranty, which they pay for it. The only difference there, uh, when there isn't a real realtor involved is that they pay for it 30 days later, coverage goes into effect for those 13 months. Great. So at any point, a homeowner can purchase a, a warranty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we have, uh, we have a number of different uh, people that renew for sure. Um, just in, we have I have a, a couple in Arbor Hills that ever since I've been in the business, which dates back a long, long time. There's dirt roads, um, and uh, they they just have their they have a number of different uh, investment properties in Arbor Hills, and that every year they just have a, ca- uh, a you know cashier's check come and renew. So they've been with us for 23 years because wow. they just like that like that peace of mind that. You're not going to have get that budget all over whack. They budget it in every year. That's a great idea. Hey, James, just a quick question uh, uh, kind of along those lines. So if a buyer purchased a, a home warranty and then let's say six months later they became a seller, could they transfer that home warranty to their new buyer? Yeah, we can work something out. We'll do a prorate the balance. And if they, you know, we can do a couple different ways. We can uh, prorate it. Um, and then have them pay the additional fee to get the full coverage that the buyer may expect. But if the buyer's okay with just getting a six months of coverage, we can we can work something out and just transfer them there. Oh, okay. What's the craziest claim you've ever had? Oh, man. I mean, offline, we could probably compare it to <laughs> right? But, you, I, you know, um, you. <laughs> I guess, you know, off the top of my head, we've, I think on more than one occasion, we've, we've gotten calls for... Uh, um, water, hard water and water soft not, not working. And we get out there, send a contractor out there and there isn't a water soft. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they don't work. They well, that's why it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really tricky to get it to work. <laughs> huh, huh. So speaking, he, he talked about the craziest, but like what's like the biggest cost claim that you guys have ever gotten well, I would say years and years ago when I first got in the business, we, we, we currently have some limitations per system or appliance on what our ceiling will be for, for coverage. Again, intending to keep everyone's budget in, in check. Um, we charge the same premium for single family homes and condominiums uh, for a starter home with cookie cutter, you know, depending on the community, price, size could be tiny, or it could be a really large expensive home that has in, you know, incredibly high end, possibly even commercial grade appliances in there. And so we now currently have ceilings to protect us so that you as a buyer of home A and home B 
get the same benefit. You shouldn't get more benefit if you pay the same amount for, of coverage. So that's how we control it now. But years ago, we didn't ha necessarily have all those. And that's and that's kind of how learning curve of a startup company years ago is we, we had to put those in because we did run across just really unique systems, Jennifer. I remember one that just had a, it was a commercial building basically. Uh, Built, built by a commercial builder as a residential home. So it had all these commercial grade stuff in there. And so it's not really comparable when you're sending out an HVAC person to you know look at something when you've got just, everything's just higher and more expensive. So we had thresholds before, but we kind of refined it and brought it into each different category, so. Quick question since we're kind of on the commercial side of things. Uh, do you find, or are you guys able to issue uh, Home, or home warranties for, you know, dwellings less than four units, like multifamily dwellings? Um, so we, we do, um, we don't do commercial properties. We want nothing to do with sorority and fraternity houses. <laughs> I um, can't imagine <laughs> why. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Chicken. You're not um, sponsoring? Okay. <laughs> we, we, do, uh, we do duplexes, three units and four units with posted prices. Um, and I, generally speaking, we, we stay away from anything more than that, but there have been exceptions and we've had larger apartment buildings that are getting converted to condos. And, you know, if it's something we can take a look at and really sort of get a good gauge um, on our risk levels, we'd entertain it. So I'd, I'd encourage you to at least make a call. I can't guarantee we'll do sure. it. But, uh, you know, again, we just have to make sure we protect our risk. Yep. How has COVID affected the business? Um, well, in a number of ways. I mean, initially, uh, it was as an organization and our team members, obviously, we all sheltered in place as we were instructed to do. And there was a tremendous learning curve. Thankfully, we did have the technology in place of Microsoft Teams and a lot of different uh, tools, but we it was all kind of sitting there in the background because we were all in the office at the time and we hadn't really implemented it and rolled it out. So there was a learning curve and uh, there was definitely stressful times for our team members who were just trying to keep the customers and policyholders happy while trying to learn this new way of working. Um, we kind of came up with a motto of stay calm, keep the customers calm, and just try and keep up. We're not going to, we, we kind of pushed a lot of our projects and initiatives to the back and just said, hey, we got to learn this way of this new way of working. Um, and then we had a number of contract or excuse me, policyholders that were calling in claims, but then didn't want the contractor to come into their house. There right. was so much unknown at the time. Um, and so we, you know, we had to get flexible there with, hey, just let us know of the claim before the policy expiration date or whatever. We're going to honor it. We'll work with you. Just let's just keep an open dialogue here. Um, so there's been that. And then. Obviously, you know, we really enjoy and, and rely on our relationships with realtors and and uh, a lot of that, that was done through office meetings and golf outings and a lot of different ways to just spend some time and explain the benefits of our program. And so that had we've had to kind of find different ways, like, you know, doing my first podcast, uh, <laughs> things like that. You mentioned the uh, homeowners not wanting contractors. And did you have an issue with getting, getting the contractors to actually go out to so not really. Off. They were okay. Not really. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they were, were very respectful of the mitigations, you know, steps that they had to take. And but you know, this is their livelihood. So, right. um, you know, they were they were willing to mask up, suit up, all kinds of different stuff. But they were willing to get the job done. Yeah. Nice. Thankfully, we work with a lot of great contractors. There's a, you know, we're we're uh, a little bit background on the company. We were started back in 1992. That was actually before my time, but um, I was a senior we were started. Be 
We were started because we were a senior um, in an old folks' home. Yeah. <laughs> I said high school. Uh, was pretty, well, anyway, uh, you can't tell from this Zoom type stuff, huh? but um, you know the, the 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 founders of the company believed in the warranty concept, but they really weren't seeing it from some of the big national firms. And and when I got involved in '98 and we were expanding our territory and going. Lacrosse, I can think of, man, every contractor in lacrosse, when I walked in and introduced myself, and all I was simply saying is, hi, I'm James with Universal Home Protection out of Madison, we're a home warranty company, I couldn't get warranty out, and they were kicking me out of their office and saying, and they didn't want me to send them business, which as a business person, I was really confused about. I wasn't looking for discounted rates, I was just looking for a way to protect homeowners in the lacrosse area and get them business if our policy expires and they don't renew, this is repeat business for the contractor, right? So I was shocked to learn that, but it, it said a lot about our industry at the time. And I think on a national level, our industry has gotten a lot better, but um, you know, we have still to this day have dozens, if not more uh, of contractors where we're the only home warranty company they work with. Uh, they like that we're in Madison. They like that we're in Wisconsin. They like that we pay our bills uh, in a timely fashion as well, so. <laughs> what made you decide that you wanted to be doing home warranties? I mean, how did you get into it? Personally? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jennifer, like you, I kind of grew up in a, in a family very um, close to the real estate uh, industry. So uh, I was aware of it. Um, I didn't know if I'd ever end up uh, selling homes or mortgage or title or anything like that. But we had a family friend uh, that was the orig- original organizer of Universal Home Protection by the name of Will Schmid, um, who was looking to, I was li- living down in Dallas working in finance, and he was looking to retire. And it, at the time, it was just him working here. Uh, so had some conversations with him and came back to work with him. And uh, he's, a, he's a retired Air Force pilot. He just celebrated his birthday of which he would kill me if I said what it is. It starts with an eight and it's closer <laughs> to starting with a nine. Um, and I think I've thrown him three different retirement parties and he still works here and he's working nice. from home in this, these conditions. Uh, wow. So just a, just a remarkable guy, but had an opportunity to come work for a small business. My uh, girlfriend at the time was now my wife was anxious to get back to Wisconsin where her family was from. And so I just kind of, it was a natural fit to when I had an opportunity in real estate many, many years ago to, to come work here. And it's been a, it's a great, still a small business to this day, but it's a, Great family business, uh, community um, environment that that I love working in, and and I do love the real estate industry and working with realtors and all the other people in in the business. James, uh, how does it work then? Let's say somebody has a problem and it's uh, middle of the night. Do you guys have ever get like emergency after hours requests for well, service? Yeah, every single night. There was a polar vortex. Um, and man, we were just getting hammered. It's, we get real busy with those, uh, specifically a couple times a year. First of all, our, our, we as as a business who's trying to be a viable business, we don't love extreme heat or cold. Extreme weather always tests furnaces and air conditioners, and uh, you know those are emergency situations. Certainly in in a polar vortex without heat in in Wisconsin. Another reason, a benefit of working with a warranty company based in Wisconsin, is we don't 
take that lightly when we get that call in the middle of the night that we're without heat. Um, but uh, you call our 800 number or our local number outside of normal traditional business hours, and we we kind of walk you through it. That if you have a, an emergency request for service, um, that we'll call you right now, right away, and we don't get complaints. We have a great turnaround. Our contractors uh, jump when we call. It's all said and done. It's a lot easier than. I used to say picking up the yellow pages. I don't know if people do that, but it's a lot easier than just calling a contractor on your own because when we call them based on the volume that we're sending all these contractors, they truly do jump for us and they get out there and uh, common sense stuff. Uh, it's unfortunate sometimes because, you know, we've inevitably will get the, the oven on Thanksgiving that's not working. And while the homeowner feels that's an emergency, you know, it's really not an emergency. It's a terrible inconvenience and an it's going to feel like a tragedy, but it, you know I can't even get a contractor to go out there because the contractor is celebrating Thanksgiving. But you know, leaking water all over, no heat in January, things like that. Common sense emergencies. We're going to get out there right away. You know, you mentioned Thanksgiving. It always it always seems like it's the holidays. You know, January first, Christmas. You know, all these other holidays that happen throughout the year. That's when everything happens. Yeah, for sure. Like, how many furnaces are going to go out? It is New Year's Eve. Yay! Well, and I, I've got some people that, uh, that work here that are very firm believers, and that also happens with a full moon. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff happens, crazy stuff. That's, you track that's when that? we get those uh, softeners. <laughs> Matt, would like a spreadsheet that. about that, please? Yeah, I'd like to detract that for the next year and see what that works out. That's going to be his project for the next <laughs> month now. Matt likes spreadsheets a lot, James. Okay, I, I appreciate that. I love a good spreadsheet. You love a good spreadsheet. I do. <laughs> so could you tell Holly that we're going to need her to yeah. start tracking that, please? And Send we- us all the numbers. We'll track it for her. Actually, Holly is one of the biggest believers in this trend, and she might I- already have one. So I'll, I'll check yes. it cir- circle back with you. Oh, that's funny. What's the favorite part of your job? Just running a small business. Uh, we've got 14 people. Um, again, it's, it's not biological family but at the, the size of it it just you know it's just um, working together collaborating having that that small environment um, love working with the people and then I love the the real estate industry again I grew up in it uncles my father they're, they're all in it I've got cousins in it in one way shape or form so it's just natural it feels good what are the balls behind you I see two basketballs and a football um yeah, football is Paul Christ. Got a basketball all signed. <laughs> Matt, did I, think you you outbid me? I think you outbid me at one of these outings. <laughs> that was a gift. So I oh, not, that was not uh, that one. What's the basketball? The one uh, and the other two, I believe, are both from uh, a charity that I've been very active in and called Coaches Versus Cancer. And one of them, my pride here back here, is uh, signed by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, nice. who was one of the guest speakers, and I'm. This one over here has got uh, uh, Bo Ryan and a bunch of uh, a bunch of basketball coaches that spoke at one of the events. So. so, how long have you been part of the Coaches versus Cancer? Well, I've been working with the American Cancer Society in one way, shape, or form for probably over over a decade, I would guess, close to. We years ago we got involved with them trying to bring a Hope Lodge to the Madison area, which is um, a place for that they do have in other communities. We never got it off the ground, um, but it's a place for uh, patients going through that where they can stay if they're coming into the, the community from or outside that uh, outside of the area for treatment they can stay there for free and sort of have all the different uh services transportation and, and mental and health 
mental health support, stuff like that. Um, that didn't happen, but at that point, when that sort of, we pivoted there, that's when I had an opportunity to get in, involved with the Coaches versus Cancer, which is part of American Cancer Society, and have a lot of friends and, and got raised millions of dollars and stuff for the American Cancer Society in Madison. So we should talk Madison about that. is an incredibly uh, philanthropic town. It's for a small town. It's I'm involved with, I had been involved with big, big brothers, big sisters, and it's just eye-opening to see how, how charitable everyone is in this town. It's wonderful. It's something we should look into. Being charitable? Well, I can, I can, <laughs> I can get you involved if you want. Yeah, it might be something we talk about offline, but we have different charities that we contribute to over the years, so. Mm-hmm. You can donate yeah. to the Zim is Hungry Fund. <laughs> 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 I'm always accepting. You're always hungry? Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Zim. <laughs> yeah. A show. decent contribution of Lunchables. Lunchables <laughs> <laughs> for you. I'll take them. So we haven't really talked about the plans and that there are some that like cover pre-existing conditions. Can you maybe go over that a little bit? Sure. Um, generally speaking, our industry, for the most part, doesn't cover pre-existing conditions. What what it's intended to do is you kind of draw a line in the sand with when is the plan, the policy going into effect, and if and everything kind of has to be working the way it's designed at that point in time, and again, through normal wear and tear, if it mechanically malfunctions, you wake up tomorrow morning, your refrigerator is simply not cooling, you call us, we send someone out there to try and fix it. Um, but, uh, you know, some of these, and it's, it was never, we never really used when did you find out about it, but rather to, you know, if we ever had to say this is something outside of our coverage because of that pre-existing condition clause, it was when could this have happened? If a contractor tells us it's very clearly something that happened, you know, more than the two days uh, that you've had coverage in place, we would deny it. And those are unfortunate conversations. So we didn't like having those conversations, but, you know, to be a viable business, we couldn't repair the rust on a rusty car if you put an insurance policy on it. Um, so, uh, we, we start off with our basic program, which is currently $525. Again, uh, heck of a deal when you think about the term of, of covering the seller and then, you know, that could be on the market. Not currently in the market conditions, but at times, let's say it's on the market for three months, eight months, uh, and then it transfers to the, to the buyer for 13 months. $525. We're covering a lot of, a lot of big ticket items. Um, and, and that is our basic program covers all those things that I talked about before, the the furnace, the air conditioner, a lot of plumbing system, primary appliances in the kitchen, garage door opener, a lot of different electrical components. Um, I'd refer you know your listeners to our website at uhpwarranty.com to to compare all the different options. But then we go from our from our basic to elite, and the elite pro- program is $100 more at 625. That adds in some other items like water softener, a standalone freezer, a sump pump. I try and educate homeowners that if, you, if you're living in an area that has a water softener and you actually have a water softener in your home, <laughs> um, <laughs> sign up for that elite because, I mean, that just the benefit. You're, we're going to repair or replace a, a softener. You're going to be already well ahead of, of the premium. Uh, those are just bigger ticket items. So, um, But then we did introduce... Um, last year, what we call our ultimate program, and this is touching on Jennifer, your point about uh, unknown pre-existing conditions. So um, we do have coverage available that'll help protect things. Again, it's unknown, so it's it's not. If if, if an inspection, we don't have coverage in place, and an inspection reveals something, that would be something outside of our coverage. But if we have this ultimate program in place, 
and an inspector or an HVAC contractor finds a, a, a crack in the heat exchanger, which is a very internal component to the furnace, myself who's sunk, you know, in this business, I would never know that unless it got to the point where carbon monoxide detectors are going off and stuff like that. But it's a, a major repair is needed at that point in time. And I wouldn't expect a homeowner to possibly know that it was defective. But if we didn't, if it, if it was clear that based on the timing of when the policy went in effect and the condition of what they found, without the ultimate, it would probably be something outside of our coverage. But if we do have the ultimate in place, we, have, we can pay up to $1,000 for that, which can be really beneficial, again, to protecting budgets, helping keep real estate transactions together, and so forth. So the deductible is the same across the board, it looked like. We just had the plans up on the screen. Oh, okay. In the, uh, yes, and it's deductible, per, so it's per malfunction. Yep. Uh, basically, you pay the first $75. Um, if, if you have a furnace go out, and even if it's the same day, you have a furnace go out and a dishwasher go out, we're sending two contractors, it's two deductibles. Again, it's it's not, the program isn't really designed to be maintenance. You come out and do a clean and check of my furnace, that falls under just the responsibility of being a homeowner. But it's designed to protect your budget so something malfunction or breakdown. Is a pre-existing condition considered something like, you know, it's a year past its quote-unquote shelf life? Like if a AC is 20 years old or 21 years old and it's only supposed to go to 20, is that count as a pre-existing condition in your no, eyes? No, 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 absolutely not, Zim. Uh, it's, it's if, again, if this, it doesn't matter how, if this is a one-year-old unit or a 20-year-old unit, let's say we're talking about a furnace, um, if it's working properly when our plan goes into effect, Am I not? Can you not hear me? You're good. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> you got a mask on. It looks like you're talking, so I can't <laughs> tell. Um, so if, if it's, as long as it's, regardless of the age of the unit or system, if it's working properly when our plan go, goes into effect uh, and malfunctions after that effective date through normal wear and tear, it, it, that's not a pre-existing condition. Uh, here's an example I try and lay out to sort of illustrate. Again, this would be ultimate coverage aside, but the traditional warranties of basic and elite. If you uh, if you list a home and with the home team for you, put a put a seller warranty in place. Again, all you're doing is saying that hey, provided these these guys bring me to closing, I'm going to pay you, but you get that free coverage. If you list that home December 1st and December 20th. Um, for some reason, we have an HVAC contractor out there, and they find a, a pretty good hole in your heat exchanger. Um, is it pre-existing? We've had coverage in place for 20 days. My contractors, if it's a real good size one, we use the term crack in a heat exchanger. It's not really an accurate uh, description because what happens is it, this heat exchanger internal to the furnace expands and contracts when heat is called for, um, and it ultimately wears out, and it develops, gets real thin, develops sometimes a pinhole, sometimes it just deteriorates. They use the term crack. A lot of times you're gonna find just a rusted out hole. Well, if it's a big rusted out hole that's pretty good size and we've only had coverage in place for 20 days, my contractors would probably say, hey, James, in our professional opinion, this didn't happen in 20 days. It was probably there the previous heating season, maybe even the heating season before, probably something that shouldn't be covered. We're not gonna try and fight that. 20 days, you're using the furnace in December, we can't draw that very clear line that this is a pre-existing condition, so we're going to cover that. Take that same scenario, list your home with June 1st with the home team for you, put the warranty in place, and June 20th, contractors in there finds that same hole. We would probably 
deem that pre-existing and outside of our coverage. Clearly, again, we're not trying to allege that anyone knew about this. This is very internal, but we can draw the line. Let's hope, at least in Wisconsin, we're not running our furnaces in June for 20 days straight or whatever, where that would have been calling for it and acting and going through the process of heating up and cooling down. And so we know that that was there before our plan went into effect. Now, we would cover that up to $1,000 worth of repairs uh, for if you had the ultimate in place, but under the basic and elite, we wouldn't. Got it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, hopefully that helps. Yeah, it does. I know that the ultimate is really helpful when it comes to peace of mind for buyers and uh, air conditioners and things like that when they're purchasing in the winter, when those systems can't really be tested. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I would say generally we, we probably cover more than we even out of the basic and elite it's tough to give blanket answers of hey would you cover this because we look at all the different variables that when the contractor gets out there what did they find was there a very clear hole in the the condensation line was there in the uh, excuse me free online or you know the coolant line what, what, what are we talking about how long did we have coverage was there an inspection again as a small company it's small team we, we get pretty involved hands on and trying you know to see what we're looking at and if, if we can if unfortunately if we know that it didn't we can't cover it we wouldn't be in business if we were paying those claims but i do know that there's a lot that we just kind of say we can't tell and let's try and get these guys to closing and hopefully they, they renew with us and appreciate working with a small local company nice quick question for you james how does that work let's say the refrigerator goes out and you have a home warranty and you start the, the claim process and the contractor comes out and they determine that they can't fix the refrigerator or, or the cost of the fix exceeds its value? How is a situation like that handled? Yeah, so again, we send someone out there with the intention of fixing it, but the homeowner is under no obligation to actually proceed with the repair. Uh, I, I think we're past the stage of my old example I used to always say is, hey, you bought a house with with a avocado green refrigerator in there. Um, <laughs> Yes, you know, we're not going to make you put $75 of your money and additional money potentially into repairing that or our money into it. So they can always opt for a repair credit if they want. Let's say it's a $500 repair to replace a, a motor in the refrigerator. Well, if they don't want us, to, we can give them $500 to go buy a new refrigerator if they want. I don't know. You guys probably know the trends. Maybe those avocado green refrigerators are coming back in style. I mean, so everything's back. cyclical, right? But I haven't seen them yet. Um, with a shade carpet, that's coming back too. <laughs> I know that's crazy. That just means we're old, man. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Speak for yourself. Been around. So sorry. Um, but uh, now, to, to answer the question, though, if, if they can't get that part, which would most likely be the case, if we're talking about that style of a refrigerator, it's that old. We can't even get the motor. Then we would proceed with getting them a quote at their local, either at the contractor that they had out, if they have a retail side, or with a local. Uh, appliance contractor or a retailer, which around Madison area, we use Grand Appliance a ton. Um, we use uh, Nuns a little bit. So, you know, they can go to a local one there and then we try and get them a quote where they can go get a like to like as much as possible, 16 cubic foot, glass shelves, whatever we're trying to talk about. Get them a, as close as we can with a like to like uh, quote. And then if they want to upgrade from there, they can too. That's good. Thank All you. right. Yeah. So we really appreciate you joining Absolutely. us, James. It was awesome. Lots and lots of knowledge. Let's do it in person next time. Right. All right, come <laughs> and visit us. We'll invite you again for sure. Okay, I know I enjoyed it. You guys are great, and we love working with you guys and your clients. 
Um, I did run some numbers real quick. Um, just over the last five years, the home team for you. Let's see if let's see how you guys. I'll put you guys oh on the spot. How many how many warranties do you think? Now I you guys have so many team members and and I can't keep up with all this. So I just do this quick before I hop down. But how many warranties do you think you initiated over for five, your clients over five years? Yeah, I just ran the last five years. Uh, You're cheating. Are you yeah. cheating there? I had to give you my calculator. He was using his 100, calculator. 130, 125. Uh, like a year. Again, I it's I, I didn't just run you two. I tried to grab the team oh. members I was aware of, you know. So that I'm way years. off. That was that was that was my way of <laughs> way off that. So we either guessed deal. really high or. So what'd you say? Four hundred. I'll go. Okay, let's go over under. So Sim, you think she's over or under four hundred? I think she's under. So your guess is like three hundred. No, you think it's more. I think it's more. Oh, so you think what, 500? Um, I Just would pick a number. 621, Alex. <laughs> What's your number? 250. I'll go 525. No, you already said 125. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> With the calculator. <laughs> With the calculator? I was just talking about mine. I wasn't talking about the team. Oh, that's Again, I'll, po I'll point out that these are rough, and I could follow up and, and make sure we got them all, but I just grabbed this quick, but it was 211. Right. Yeah, that was close. 125. Uh, yeah. Well, you were half. You were, I, think, <laughs> I think there was a 225 guess. It was a little closer. But of the 211, there were 208 claims filed. Wow. wow. So almost one to one. So, so they're you, using them. I know you guys already know this because you get our our follow up emails when when clients of yours, even if they renewed two years ago, you get notifications that they filed a claim with us and stuff. Um, but you know, I don't need to tell you, but you see the benefit of it, right? They're yep. they're using it. So it's not just, uh, I hope no one from the other industry is listening, but it's not just your, you know, you go to Best Buy and you buy a Blu-ray player and they want an extended warranty. You know, I don't, I don't buy those even though I'm in the warranty business, but I, I do truly believe in what we're doing. And I know you guys do, but the numbers don't lie either. So That's interesting to see, to hear that's almost one-to-one. -one, so people are using them. So that's that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Stuff yeah, breaks. And actually our... our organization as a whole is just over one-to-one -one. so we love when, wow. when when you guys sell them they're <laughs> <laughs> selling the good houses yeah exactly put them on all of them not just the lemons right that's right yeah yeah for real so thanks, no, i enjoyed visiting that. with you guys thanks for having yeah, me thank you. Yeah, thank you yeah we'll be in touch see yeah. you later okay. all right see you guys yeah all right so what'd you guys learn I, that was a lot more than I anticipated, yeah. actually. I kind of was nervous going into that, where I'm probably not leaning close enough in. Pull it towards <sighs> you. I like the lean. The mic's portable. Um, that's fair. No, I, I guess I had a general understanding of the home warranty programs. I just didn't really follow that you could buy one after um, you've already moved in. And um, I have a couple of things I'm going to be looking into <laughs> for myself now. So I like a lot of that was more uh, aimed at answering questions I had and some buyers who I know need it now, but that was helpful besides just being kind of more abstracted. But here's an extra thing you can get with your house. He made the comment at the end about not buying the extended warranty with um, Blu-ray players or whatever he used as an example. But when you think about it, if you list a house with a home warranty, you can transfer that to the buyer as an incentive for the buyer, but it also covers you during that time of your listing. So if your refrigerator dies during that or from the inspection report too. Yeah. They can really save the day. I mean, if, if you get the coverage when you take a listing and 
you think everything's fine with the property and then they do the inspection and there's like huge problems and you already have the coverage in place. It's like, okay, 75 bucks that just saved the day. So it's, it's wonderful. That's we a Blu-ray player, or Blu-ray <laughs> player at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have had clients in the past that have used the warranty multiple times for multiple occurrences. So mm-hmm. you know, I, Remember, we had some clients that were our tenants. Mm -hmm. And as tenants, they were really used to calling Matt and Jen and being like, this is broken, this is broken, this is broken. And I I knew that about them. So I was like, you guys are going to need a home warranty. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you need to get a home warranty. And I uh, talked to them like a year later. And they're like, that was the best. We got a new furnace. We got solar panels off our roof. We got this. We got this. And, <laughs> and they, they used it like six times. They basically got like all new stuff in oh, their wow. house. I was yeah. like, wow, James is going to kill me. No. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it, it worked great for them yeah. because, I mean, they didn't know how to fix stuff and they were just used to calling a landlord. So it worked out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I would wonder, you said 211 in the last five years. Mm-hmm. I wonder what percentage of those people renewed. Oh, that's a good question. Or yeah. what the average claim would be, too. That would be kind of interesting to know. Mm-hmm. The uh, renewal would be an interesting number because I don't think a lot of people realize they can renew when they buy oh, it. Yeah, when they buy it, I don't know if they realize it, but then they get you know paperwork asking if they want to renew. Full disclosure, I didn't know that. You didn't? That they could renew? No. Yeah. They can renew forever. Mm-hmm. Just pay the whatever the seven whatever plan they have. You can be like those people that kept renewing for twenty three years. Mm-hmm. Well, especially like first time home buyers that may be purchasing an older house where, right. you know, the mechanicals and all that are twenty plus years old. Um, yeah. might be nice to take advantage of a renewable home warranty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. you said. Well, it really is because I mean nowadays buyers are putting all of their money into their down payment or covering you know, the appraisal or inspection or whatever. And then it's like, oh, if you get in and the furnace dies, now what? All my money's all tied up. So having a home warranty, I mean, it really can save the day. Yeah. Especially, I think, with some of the transactions we've had lately where some of the buyers have chosen to waive their inspection (laughs) and decide, I mean, that's a great opportunity. At least if they waive that, they have the, you know, comfort of having a home warranty. In your experience, what would you recommend a... uh, well, maybe shouldn't recommend, but I know there are cases in which an agent would help purchase or in some cases would purchase the whole thing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like when, would, what situation would warrant something like that in your opinion, if ever? I guess it's pretty case by case yeah. on, on things like that. And would, I mean, if it was something that was needed for negotiations to bring a transaction together, yes. Okay. That's when I would definitely consider something like that. Sure. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I just was curious if I was in my own boat. You're in your own boat. <laughs> Usually am. <laughs> Growing upstream. <laughs> merrily, merrily. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what are you guys uh, seeing out in the market right now? Um, do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> Zim's let's still rolling up, <laughs> upstream. Let's just say the market's very dynamic, whether you're a yeah. buyer or a seller. So... It'll be uh, nice to see we, you know, get the COVID vaccine out. Uh, everybody gets their shot. and They were talking it about it. Everybody could have a shot by May, maybe. Wow. Or they'll at least have enough of them, which I was like, woohoo. That's awesome. Cause it's been over a year. They should have something. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. We hope. 
Yeah, you would think so. But it's just like if we could get into summer and be able to do some kind of summery things, mm -hmm. that would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, as you guys know, I think the market's really going to break loose here in the next couple of months. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, sellers that have held off for a year waiting for the vaccine to roll out. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's certainly a lot of demand. So it should be a, a great spring and summer, whether Definitely you're a buyer demand, or a seller. Right. Did I, I see this wrong, or is there double the inventory this month than there was just like a few weeks ago? In Dane County, at least. Am I misunderstanding the numbers that I saw? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I just know. You're still guy. in your own boat, Zim. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back. Looking at our own team, yes. which a lot of times our team is kind of a microcosm for what's going on, that we have like listings coming on last week we have three listings coming on then we have four listings coming on so it's like we are ramping up and if we're ramping up other people in the market are ramping up sure. so there's you know just going to be more inventory coming okay it's just, just going to happen I, just say, I literally just got an invite for a listing appointment just during the podcast right now just add one more to the list i'm i'm a backup if you want to send <laughs> that my way <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh for, you mean to go do photos to go do photos yeah yeah nice. mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, offer I'm still stands. <laughs> 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 All right, we know what you're up I'm to. I'm sorry. Mm. Why did we bring him back? I don't know. <laughs> no, Zim's a lot of fun. I maybe just, maybe you should do the prank call this time. You let mm. Katie do it last time. Oh, what should I we would call? have. Yeah, you guys got to figure that out. I'll play it. I'll go off on should it. Should call Jake this time. And Jake will totally know, know if it's, it's him. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. Um, or call Ken again. No. <laughs> no, Ken's still mad that he got one of my bad buyers. <laughs> I think he's actually mad, but I just feel bad. Uh, um, no, I actually, I have a quick thing I wanted to mention just with mm -hmm. something I had gotten. So we, we do role play sessions to try and teach our agents and everything like that. Like just put us in situations where we'll learn more. Right. Mm -hmm. And, I want to talk a little bit about the last week we did uh, investor clients. Oh, yes. And I totally grilled you. You did. Which I was, was like the super griller. Which was really <laughs> helpful for not only like three hours later was I grilled by an investor, <laughs> mm -hmm. potential investor client who wanted to interview an agent. And this is the first time I've ever experienced this, Ben. I don't know if you've ever gone through something like that where they asked for references, your job history. They wanted to know. Um, Blood type. Basically, my social security number, <laughs> how long I've been in the area, uh, everything but that was or was real. Um, but the point I can't one thing he came up with was he wanted to talk about agent relationships, and I thought that would be kind of important to talk about this, is especially with this big market of first-time buyers because of interest rates and a lot of first-time investors who think that, you know, they're going to be the only ones in the market looking for an investment opportunity right now. Um, one thing he talked about, he wanted relationships with different agents. And I had given this advice, and if you guys agree with this, this statement, uh, hopefully you do, but <laughs> that you, in the early stages, it would make the most sense to work with a single agent. You're going to only want to not confuse yourself, but it's going to help you, even just buying for yourself as a home, the more times you reach out to more agents, it's not giving you new perspectives and new opinions. It's getting you the same information repeated because we don't all talk to each other, so we don't know that we're working with you. And so I think as you go down the road, 
you end up finding you can talk to other agents through owning investment properties and having them try to fill your spots or trying to sell them or whatever. And that's a better way of having a new agent relationship enter your life than starting off trying to talk to 25 people and see if 24 of them, because you didn't like one of them for whatever reason, uh, if 24 of them can, you know, find you your hidden gem. I, I think it makes the communication a lot cleaner. if It's just one person. Yeah. I mean, if I was talking to 25 people, I can never keep straight who I'm talking to about what. Sure. Yeah. It would actually get pretty annoying just to have multiple people. And a lot of those people probably wouldn't be on the same page because, I mean, it goes the flip way, too, because if you have those 24 people and they know that you're kind of playing the field, you're probably not going to be their first priority. So if you want somebody to be like, okay, lock in, mm -hmm. I got this for you, you're probably not going to want to have 24 other agents. Yeah. I also feel like by the fifth email for the same house, I would get... Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> out. Oh, new listing. <laughs> yep. Who sent it first? Do mm. I really like that person? Yeah. yeah. For real. But that was my... I thought... I mean, that's what I've been experiencing this past so week. Are so are you saying you want to role play, Zim? <laughs> Are we about to do this to me? Uh, oh, right. Yeah. I think Ben wants to. We though. can do it right now. <laughs> we'll right. Get some well, grill hi, you. Zim. It's hi, me, and I'm calling, and I have my um, oh no brother and uh, our really loud, obnoxious barking to? dog <laughs> in the background here. I open my and, mouth. And um, I'm interested in a house over at One Two Four Maple Street, and I need to know uh, if the neighbors party really loud well sure jen that's a great question i can definitely look into that for you call the other guy are on 124 maple are there well, other he's cute. properties okay. thank you <laughs> wait are we talking about me or what me? what are you talking about reflection mm -hmm. Dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh sorry. <laughs> no i'm glad i can see you have a sense of humor i like that um but yeah i can definitely look in and ask the sellers about 124 maple for you uh, i think what would be beneficial to you is actually let's go over in person uh, and s see how your initial vibe would be for that property does that sound like a good thing for you? Oh, it would be interesting, but see, the the thing is, I'm the partier. Oh, so, so you want to know if you can invite the neighbors. I need <laughs> to have good neighbors that want to party with me. Currently, where I'm at, they're lame. Do you want to interview each neighbor? Shush. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I can tell you is I probably won't be able to get you that information as far as every single neighbor. Um, but what I would well, love at least to a couple you. of cool ones that won't call the police. A, I was oh, going to sure. say maybe a police report would help. I well, yeah, I can send you a link to that, and I can also see if there are neighborhood hosts any like block parties or things like that as a community thing, so that way oh. you know. I wonder if, if they'd let me host a block party. Oh, geez. that's a great thing we can find out. I can check the uh, HOA if they've got one, or I we can could check have like a pig roast. Do you know how to do that? I have people. Kegerator. Have you ever been to a clam bake where they put the clams in the ground and cook them? What you talking about, Willis? About pigs, not it's, clams. Uh, it was a similar question. I'm sorry. <laughs> what was your name, sir? I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> I'm the one with the money. Knees brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> Let's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyway, they do these, uh, I had one, I was in New York for a little bit and they had a, uh, they dug out a like nine foot trench and then baked clams in the soil and covered it with leaves and all this cool stuff. Never got to eat them, but it, looked, it smelled really great. Don't they do that with pigs, though, too? They bury them? Yeah. For pig roast? Oh, yeah. That's why I was kind of curious. Wine, the Hawaiian version? Mm. 
Maybe. Anywho, I can definitely try and find that out for you. How are you in terms of schedule? Are you available tomorrow at 6 o'clock? I could do that. All right. I'll I'm have all available. that information ready for you. Why don't we plan to meet at the property at 6, and I'll get the door open, and we'll go ahead and take a look. All right. You sound nice. Thank you. <laughs> Ta-da. That was fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was I'll way too. Job, that was way too easy. On him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we do it like the investor one, I was like, rah, 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 rah. you were just like, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I but just, it just got you ready. It really. I. Uh, that's. I'm still impressed. It all happened that same day. So. Yeah. Well, because I we actually put him up to calling you. Yeah. No. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. Because I saw when you were on the call. Because I came over and then. Yep. I think uh, another Catherine. agent was on there too, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that was really useful what we did this morning." Oh yeah, I honestly I think I aged better as an agent through all of the role plays that we do, just to prepare us so that way we know how to talk to new clients and new situations. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and I I don't want to hog the mic on this stuff, but like I feel <laughs> like we all learn more from each other on this team than we would on our own. Mm-hmm. So having that access and that team building, we're able to, I would not know half the stuff I would know, I know now. Yeah. A lot of with the, the role play and things, we go over the top. And if you can handle that kind of crazy over the top situation, it's like, all right, oh, you have an issue? Well, no problem, because I just had something a thousand <laughs> times crazier this morning. <laughs> the best was what we did, what we call it, realtor hell. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Were you part of that, Sim? I was. I was. Yeah. I and was. I ben, you were with us when we did that. that yeah, Ben was part yep. of Realtor Hell. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We do that again someday when we get all get together. I don't so know if you guys did it with the most recent gra- or group of people that were hired, but. Not yet. Not we yet. Did <laughs> we did it during our listing trainings. Yes. And then definitely during our, when I was hired. Oh, we totally did pinned, it during your listing training. Because yes. you pinned uh, Jake, not Jake, uh, Luke, Luke and Julian. Together against me. Yeah, they were like the obnoxious, oh. like obnoxious people, right? I think so. And then Catherine was in on it somehow. Somebody was kids. Somebody was kids. kids. Mm-hmm. I think your kids were the kids. Oh, were they? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So for those of you that are listening that don't understand what we're talking about with Realtor Hell, it's when uh, you are a realtor and you need to answer your phone. And um, for whatever reason, your surroundings are not conducive to answering a phone, but you have to take that call. So think you're walking into a grocery store, you've got your five children, they're all screaming, it's snowing and hailing on you, and you've got to answer the phone. What do you do? So we would have other uh, team members running around going, mommy, mommy, and just, you know, being crazy and then the... Agents would have to figure out, you know, how they would be able to be professional and still talk on the phone when they're in these kind of wild situations, which you don't necessarily think you are going to be in. But for all of the realtors out there that have kids and and have little kids, not, you know, babies, but like little enough, they lock themselves in the room plenty of times (laughs) trying to make it quiet. So... (laughs) Like the best video we have of our youngest, he's in the car with Jen's phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's taking video of himself talking and saying, there's mom. I'm not really sure what she's doing. Mom's with the guy. The guy. So he's over there. And he shows the camera out there and has a picture of Jen. And What's then he goes back doing? to talking to himself. She needs to hurry up. This is boring. <laughs> 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 so we could probably find that video. But yeah, we'll he's, a, he's a ham. <laughs> post that to the Facebook. Mm-hmm. The book yeah. face. It's 
like this happens because we when our kids were little we had the tvs in our car and this was kind of a newfangled thing then and we thought that was great so we would you know lock them in their belts and put on a good show and we were ran in and would quick show houses so well today's podcast very interesting what do you guys have planned for next week uh next week we are talking to natalie from boomtown so we will get to introduce our listeners to some of our cool kind of back-end things that we do and all the ways that we're able to market as well as we are and be as organized as we are so yeah and Nat- natalie's a wealth of knowledge so it'll be interesting yeah I think Matt's currently looking for that I am video. I looking for the video. Because <laughs> Matt has every video and thing. Oh, here it is. I found it. I'm going to send it to Jacob. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and he's doing the that, you know, when you put the phone where you shouldn't and you get like a double chin, but since he's like Air three, it. it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> D- double chin on a three-year-old. Yeah, airdrop it to it. my computer. I don't yeah. have, I can't see your computer yet. Yeah, no, he's oh, open I your eyes. my Wi-Fi so that, uh, yeah, we didn't lose time. our connection on our best video ever. Is yeah, it? it was funny, but it was one of those that you don't know that he actually did. That's and then the we saw it like a gajillion. I hope I this know, is the right I one. I think it was years <laughs> later. Oh, God. You want to embarrass your child regardless. That's all right. He's used to it. Yeah, that Good looks sport. like the one. You should. All right, let me uh, finagle. There's my mom. She's in there. This is boring. <laughs> She's doing <laughs> the thing. Yeah. All the things. Oh, there he is already. Oh, my gosh. It's a few years old, huh? Yeah, he wow. was younger. I mean, he was... He's probably seven. He was in there eight. watching his Teletubbies or something. Can you guys hear it? No. A little bit. You got to turn it up. Hold on. I think I got to... He's, so, he's even introducing himself. Yeah. You gotta back it up to the beginning to hear that. Oh, I gotta hold on one second. I gotta change. One. He's so small. Minor, <laughs> minor technical difficulties. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. They're obstacles. Hey, this is Carson from the video. My mom's at a hundred dollars. <laughs> what? What? My mom is still doing the appointment. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, I'll show her when she gets closer. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> she really has a chance. <laughs> Future she podcast producer, basically. Then she gets in the car and he shuts. He's like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Mr. Innocent. Can you lock the front door? <laughs> He's still taking video of you. <laughs> He's trying to get his face in there, though. <laughs> Good job, Mom. Peace. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so he comes by his hamness uh, naturally. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, see, I see a lot of Matt in him. You I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Matt's a ham for the camera, too. Yeah, but he does it by himself. I get forced yeah. to come on here. Yeah, you right. Love you love it. <laughs> Carson does really like video and things yeah. like that. But yeah, so he's he a sanguine. Something. 
<laughs> he's got it figured out. But uh, yeah, for sure. All right. So, what else is going on? Well, well, we need listings. Yes. So if you know anybody, call me. <laughs> or Ben. <laughs> or Ben. Or Ben. Maybe we should have like a competition. <laughs> call me, ben call me, call me, call me. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Know. I'll talk a big game, but Ben's an amazing agent. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm good this too, is, but like it's Ben. Right? So mm-hmm. could be his audio. <laughs> his ringtone for the next year. Cut That's that. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. You're amazing. Every I'm going to be your affirmations in the morning. Yeah, every call every morning, and you could be like, "Hello, beautiful." <laughs> every time Ben's phone rings, it says, "You're amazing." Basically, you're amazing. <laughs> it's a new listing. Answer me. <laughs> Answer yeah. me. Yeah, wake up, or you could do like um, "Crazy Train" that I wake Matt up to sometimes. Oh, it's horrible. I hear it at then twelve o'clock. I think it's mm-hmm. when you're yeah, but from a dead Actually, sleep, she does this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I used to have um, no, it's not. apple bottom jeans as my. What's <laughs> apple bottom jeans? Oh, oh you don't know it? How, oh. No, Matt doesn't know. Oh, well. Is it a um, song? Yes. Yes. That Can, used to you be find my. That? W- yep. I don't yeah, I'm going to get banned on YouTube for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I. No, I'm not going to even try to sing it. Anywho, you'll have to figure Can you that sing out. sing it. Let's sing it. Nope. Yeah. Um, it's not work appropriate. Mm-mm. So. There you go with the fur. It's mm-hmm. totally could tell what that is. Yeah. Um, you didn't. You did. I told. He knew. Yeah. You gotta follow. You gotta follow the trends. <laughs> what yeah. is it? The trend of apple, apple bottom, bottom jeans. No, but you should be able to find is it. Is it low? Get low. It's low. I think it's just called low. low yeah. Low, low. Low. But yeah, this this used to be. It's not bad. It's better than Crazy Train. Yeah, but when you're from a dead sleep and all you sudden you just get. Uh, Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. You're like, oh, <laughs> why? What? Are you I don't. Not really sure. This? No. no. Oh, okay, good. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was, that sounds good though. I stopped doing all the things just to make sure I didn't screw things up. Huh. Um, it's not playing right now. For huge. I don't have reasons why. All right, that's okay. All right, I'm gonna find it now. Okay, Matt, good. you need to back off. You already found a video. I want to hear what it says. <laughs> Matt, we can play it Apple later. Apple bottom jeans. Boots with the skirt. With the fur. <laughs> it's something looking at her. Yeah, she hit the floor. She yeah, hit the floor. Next thing you know. Going low, 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 low. Is that low, Usher? Low, low. Who is that? Uh, Flow Rider. Flow Rider? And T-Pain. And T-Pain. Of course. Uh. That's what I meant. <laughs> Flow Rider and T-Pain. There we go. Uh. Usher was yeah. 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 This is what Do you know that Ben? <laughs> Ben's like, <laughs> what? We're are you fun t- over here. Ben's I don't know. Like, Beyond me. <laughs> hey Ben, can I get a yeah? Yeah. 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 There you go. Um. Oh. oh what's this? Here. Here we go. Something's in our ears. No, it's on That's, my. Oh, well, it will be. This is Matt. What are you doing, Matt? He's, this is fun. he's getting us another YouTube copyright strike. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> That's okay, the I know one. What it is now. Okay, no, All right, stop. that's the song. There we go. All it's, right. It, everybody's unfortunately heard that song at some point. Yeah, Maybe I know. They forgot, is but it's. He's like, I blocked it out. Okay. I know this isn't related to the show, but um, <laughs> is it a coincidence that his name is Florida, or is that. Did he do that on purpose? Um, what? Flow, it's Flow Rider. Flow Rider. I used to know the answer together, to that question, but, but it's, it's just, been blocked out it's for just a minute. Florida. Yeah. yeah, I I'm gonna have to take a hard pass. I don't know. I guess I didn't dive that hey big Siri. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I would be interested to know. Yeah, I think I did ask about that, or I figured it out once. I got it. Gone. Convince Dave Stark to let me sell homes in Florida, and I'll find out for you. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'm going with you. Mm. <laughs> he says, mm. So He is from right. Florida. Yeah. Well, yeah that would be funny if he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> be like, Wisconsin. his name is Massachusetts. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, That's got to be a good rapper name. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Too many syllables. I mean, yeah, but. Yeah. More money, Massachusetts. <laughs> I If that's not your stage name, I don't know. I totally think could. Ben's about ready to walk off our stage here. I know. Ben's like, I'm out. I'm out. He's like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a little vodka for my drink. Right <laughs> <laughs> We're a little strong. <sighs> All right, well, I think we're about ready to wrap up, so let's go ahead and um, just do a little summary on uh, where you see things going into uh, the summer, spring-summer market, and uh, we'll stop there. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I see a lot of homes. <laughs> speak it out there. A lot of homes hitting the market. Yes. And let's do that. A proportionate yeah. number of buyers will also hit the market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That way we're, you know, able to actually show houses. Mm-hmm. Perfect. What about you, Ben? What do you think's coming? I uh, echo Zim's comments. Um, you know, I think I think 2021 is going to be a great year. Um, we're going to have a lot of houses available for purchase, and good times are coming. So thumbs up. Yeah, I, I do think just from what I'm seeing within our team that there are more listings that are going to be hitting the market for sure, which uh, is going to definitely Help the market. Be great. Awesome. Right, Mr. Matt? Bring on the houses. Bring on the houses. Well, thanks so much for joining us. As always, like us, share, subscribe. All right. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of It's Going to Be Great. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate in South Central Wisconsin, hit up Home Team for you. Home Team, the number four, the letter U, dot com. All right. Until next time. See ya. Dot com. Good job, Ben. Good job, Zim. That was fun. Who knew home warranties could be so much fun? I I genuinely (laughs) did.